son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts? It's called Run By... A guy called Carl. Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. A drinky poo. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I think it's a very interesting podcast to listen to. Especially when they go after someone. I thought he was going to break down what it's all about for to turn new pe- people on to no, interesting podcasts. The opposite. Just, yeah, he it, just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. W. ATP! W-A-T-P! Hello, bag slappers and cousaroos, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that dips its balls in your food when you don't tip enough. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Jen from the Jingles Department. Hello! I'm so happy to be here on this hilarious show! Welcome back, Jen. <laughs> if you'd like to support our show, we finally did it. We have a PayPal account now. I suckers. WATPshow at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show and or get a link to our episode 88, I want to thank Nicholas, Donnie, and Randall for all contributing already. I usually say buy our merchandise, we don't have merchandise right now. No. Our merch guy went out of business and owes me for both January and February. Ooh, he didn't pay you. And I'm not getting responses from emails now. Mm. So it's kind of fucked up. So we have merch.com is uh, kind of fucking us over right now. He's on the lamb. Uh, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Fun Employment Radio. This is a suggestion from Brandon Redinger. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. Jen, this is a show hosted by Sarah X. Dillon and Greg Nibbler, and it is out of Portland, Oregon, which they talk about quite a bit. Oh, a lot. It's pretty much a local radio show 
that hasn't been hired by a local radio station. Is that true? I tried to research this. Yeah. And there's more than one fun employment podcast. There's right. two. Yes. And the one that really came up mostly was not, was not this one. That's the definition of more than one. <laughs> the one that I found was not this one. All right. I went ahead and did some research and I found they had a local news station reported on fun employment because they've been around for almost 10 years now. Oh. And I have clips from this local newscast talking about them. This is great. This is... They're sitting in their studio with the TV reporter, and you can just listen to all the fake laughter and awkwardness of this. These are supposedly seasoned podcaster radio personalities. Couldn't be more awkward talking to the local news reporter. Uh, we're recording in the Fun Employment Radio Network studios <laughs> in Southeast Portland. Greg and Sarah, it's so good to be here in your studio. <laughs> it is nice to have you here in our studio. In yeah. our space. We like it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're plugged into your sound system right we are. now. That's why I have headphones on for this interview. Yes. Even absolutely. though you guys are sitting right here. How do they, how do they feel? Do they feel weird wearing them? It, it does feel weird, yeah. but I like it. I know. What are they giggling about? I don't know what they're talking about. No, they're just filling time, which I've noticed about this show is mostly just trying to fill time. If people are talking, it means there's a show going on. We'll just keep talking about shit. I want to get through these clips real quick and then we'll get into their actual show. Okay. But this news report was about four minutes long and they, they, you know, it's a deep dive in with them talking about where they came from, how this podcast came about. And this will answer your question, Jen. So how did Fun Employment get started? You guys are going on, what, almost a decade now? Almost yeah. Oh, gosh, a decade. next year. Yeah. yeah. Or, so do you want to tell the story of how? Um, sure. Yeah, so we both uh, actually worked in terrestrial radio, commercial radio here in Portland. Oh, really? These two are from terrestrial radio? No shit, Sherlock! <laughs> All right, and we'll, we'll get into it. But first, I want to play, they talk about how they used to work at this radio station, and ex-disc jockeys cannot... Stop themselves from getting very excited about their call letters. So listen to how excited Greg is about the call letters of the station, and then immediately they're like, "Hey, we got fired." <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just takes a quick turn. What was it? Rock One Hundred and One KUFO. Rock One Hundred and One KUFO. Oh yes, <laughs> um, where we were laid off along with uh, the majority of the on-air staff at that point, and um, when we were like, "Oh, Greg and I kind of decided that we weren't done talking on the microphone." <laughs> Rock One Hundred and One KUFO, and then we got fired. Whoops. And then the uh, last thing here is this news reporter, and local news is garbage. It's just the anyone who watches this shit, you're wasting your fucking time. It is. It's terrible. They're just trying to fill time. Because it used to be they would do a 6 o'clock news and 11 o'clock news. Now they're doing 7 a.m. for two hours. They got to do a 5 o'clock, a 10 o'clock, and a so they're just trying to find shit to fill the time, which is also what this podcast does. Yeah. So it's a marriage made in heaven. But this is, this news reporter is impressed that people outside of Portland have heard this podcast. That is what's so incredible to me. You guys are both from the Pacific Northwest. You grew up in Oregon. You grew up in Washington. You're local. But what? People in countries, several different countries are tuning in every day to hear you guys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, several different countries. Several. 
Does she understand how the internet works? This is amazing. So you guys both live in Portland, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're right here in our house right now with you. Okay, so you live in Portland, and you're telling me that people in several different countries have heard your show. Yes. Wow. It's amazing. Wow. All right, Jen, I've been hogging the board. Let's get into it. What do you got? Well, this podcast was hard for me to actually clip because while I wasn't crazy about it, there wasn't anything really wrong with it no it's just boring it was just super boring it's just it sounds exactly like a mid-afternoon local radio show right it reminded me very much of local radio shows we have here in rochester that their only job is to fill time exactly and it was mercifully short yeah which i appreciated they didn't they didn't jam a ton of stuff in it wasn't two hours long no offense yeah, it wasn't Michael. Oh, <laughs> I, see what, I see what you did there. I was thinking of Michael Barrow when you said that. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I see what she's talking about. Okay. But, you know, it wasn't interesting to me either. And they, the only thing I could really clip, it was mostly about the comic that they had on, which I can't remember his name. I, I will tell you what his name was. It was Shane Torres. Shane. Shane Torres was on the show. He got booked to be on the show because he was doing stand-up at Helium in Portland that right. night. And what these guys do is they, like a morning radio show, the local comedy club gets all of the comedians on their show. Right. Which I don't, I mean, that's what Vinny does too. It's it's fine. Okay. So this, uh, play clip one. Okay. I, I have a feeling, just because it's called Hat. Yes. I think I have the same clip. You probably do. But <laughs> come in here, it's such a presence. Yeah. I had no yeah, idea yeah, there's yeah, a heart underneath Pull that. up in a rusty old pickup. And <laughs> there is something different though. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a hat who cares? Yeah, I picked up Why? on this too. So these people feel like they're buddies with this comedian. I think Shane is from Portland originally, and now he's living in New York. Oh yeah, I mean they they wouldn't stop talking. They're very about excited that. about that. And I have this same clip, but I think I have a little bit more of it. This is three minutes into the interview, so they could be talking to this guy about anything, right? And you can tell that Sarah X Dylan is terrible at her job. Because they already are out of things to talk about. They start talking about his physical appearance, which is always an amazing discussion to have on a radio show <laughs> right. or podcast. Hey. There is something different, though. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a hat. I Well, we got we had press early today. Yeah. We had, uh, uh, and I I was cast. I, did, I got in. I was in for like two hours, did the shows, mm. had dinner. Mm-hmm. Went to sleep and then I was back up. This, I, I didn't scrub up, is what I'm trying to say. Oh. So yeah. like, just through the ball cap, just through the ball cap. No, it looks yeah. nice. I yeah. just, I, I've never seen you wear a ball cap before. Yeah, it's, it's weird. You can say it. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Uh, really? Who does give a shit? I'm sparing you. That conversation goes on for two and a half minutes. You didn't spare me. I listened to about it. his hat. I'm, I'm t- talking to you, talking to you, who's listening to the show right now. Do you not understand how this works? You're looking in my eyes. That's true. I'm sparing you, the listener. <laughs> That goes out for two and a half minutes talking about his fucking hat. I know. And this was early on. It's not like they ran out of shit to talk about. This is the, one of the first things they talk about. And then this guy Shane's a fucking idiot because he doesn't understand what the term make ends meet means. Okay. I, follow, I followed my dream and now I no longer make ends meet. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, ends meet. What a, that's an interesting phrase. That's kind of strange. Now yeah. What do you it. think that means? What ends are you trying to meet? Um, oh, like the circle uh, oh, of life? Is that what it... Like your is that ends... What it, I thought it was like the end of a piece of meat. Like a... Like a 
Oh, wait, I, like I, actual, I, like, like yeah, beef? shut like, up, definitely. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, like, like a piece yeah, of yeah, beef. Yeah, it was like, was like, was like, you're still like, well, you need meat, you gotta eat, you know, like, ends. you gotta move your feet, <laughs> you gotta work, you jerk. Oh wow, that's a whole different take on this that I didn't expect to have. <laughs> I'm, today. I'm just realizing like, how fucking dumb I am. Yeah, I'm just realizing it too. Oof, I had that same clip because I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Well, none of them understood what make ends meet even means. Well, Sarah... Circle of life? Well, Sarah did. She made the ends meet. That's, that yeah. is what that means. But it's about being able to pay your bills. It's being... It's about making you enough money to sustain yourself in your the way you live your life. Right. That's what making ends meet means. This guy thinks it was meat with an A. He said, the ends of meat are delicious, oh, wow. right? That I don't know and what then, this guy looks like. I'm I don't know, guessing he's big. I don't know what his comedy style is, but I'm guessing it's like doing Dr. Seuss style rhyming because he went right into uh, I gotta eat meat on the street before I repeat. Do you think what he was fuck? drunk? Or do you think he was doing shots during the show? Because I felt like from the beginning to the end, he got drunk. Like, That's interesting. I don't know when they recorded this show. I assumed it was like a morning thing. Well, I didn't know what time of day it was, but he yeah. started out kind of like, I just woke up. And then by the end, he's like hammered. Interesting. It's only 30 minutes. No, I know. They this guy. He got <laughs> hammered take, that quick. Doesn't take long, I guess. Well, it's funny because, again, as we're talking about the making ends meet thing and how this guy didn't understand how, how that works, this goes on for minutes and it gets into this discussion. And there's just a clip at the end of here that I thought was perfect. And those are my ends. Yeah, the meat is the bills. Okay. And the ends... Or the ends is the is the bills and the meat is the work. Like so, I, maybe so like two I like people it. eating on one there. piece of right. meat How and they meet in the middle. Fucking show. It's, so, it's going great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's always good if you have a guest on who goes, "How long is this fucking show?" Oh my god! And he was barely into it at that. And point. And Sarah's like, "No, no, no! It's going great. People are really engaged in this conversation." Oof. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's true. All right, I, I probably have more of your clips, so let's get back to your clips before I steal more of your shit. Oh, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I also wanted to note that this comic had terrible analogies, this okay. uh, track three. It's weird that you won't shake my hand, but you think it's okay to just videotape. To take that right. from Yeah, you. yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't give a shit, but I was like... F- but you're in the green room. Yeah. You're not supposed... Unless you're told. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to be... Uh, safe well, in there. That's yeah. but, but it's, it was just one of the, And she's just like some lady. I mean, she's not a jerk or anything, but it was just one of those things where like... Your disconnect from, like, you know, like what, like, like, if mm-hmm. I, if I said, you know, like, I don't understand, like, where her, her yeah. social lines are. I get maybe I'm wrong, but probably not. You're not right. wrong, but, but, like, the step, but, like, she might. I mean, like, if I was like, hey, I'm gonna go play baseball. Do you want to play baseball? And she's like, yeah, I'll bring my glove. And then she just brought like mittens. So that was long. I, I didn't really know. The fuck is he talking about? I don't know. He's promoting his stand-up. Yes, I do not want to see this stand-up. Right. Well, I don't want to see a stand-up. But this is the thing. This episode, <laughs> I haven't listened to other episodes. This person's an idiot. But thankfully, this guy was on it because the other two are so milk toast. Milk toast, benign. Yes, benign's a great word. They they didn't really bring a lot. Greg and Sarah bring nothing to the table. They right. bring nothing. They are doing a show. Podcasting is not about filling time. We're not trying to fill someone's commute because they're tuning in to whatever station you're on. You have to download the show and purposely play it. You want to bring something to the table. These guys bring nothing. 
They don't. But it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't something that bothered me. I wasn't offended by it. I just, I mean, it's the kind of thing where it would be on and I would not even hear it. Right. I wasn't offended either, except for when they started talking about how Luke Perry passed away. (laughs) <laughs> which I'm going to do an hour on later on in the show. Stick around. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> no, I'm not going to talk about Luke Perry. I'm going to talk about Joe Rogan with Alex Jones. Oh, and shit. I do have a lot to talk about with Opie because episode 88 of Opie was amazing. But before we get into any of that nonsense, Jen. Yes. I got to I got to stay on track here. This has been a, it's been a long weekend. It sure has. a lot has. going on. I mean, I'm, I'm at the ends of my wits. <laughs> You're at the ends of your meats? I mean, I'm at the ends of my meats. They're talking about how Luke Perry passed away. And so Sarah, being the boring idiot that she is, is going back and rewatching 90210. And then she needs to tell us all about it. Man, right let me tell you, uh, between like, um, uh, there's a girl at high school that had a baby. Oh my gosh. And, there, and there's also, yeah. And then there's also, you know, AIDS. And like, it's... It is so, it's such a time capsule. It's um, it's incredible. Like this whole last episode, one of the characters was trying to get MC Hammer to come and perform at their prom. Did Hammer show up on this? No, but Debbie Gibson did. Who <laughs> fucking cares? <laughs> I didn't care about talking about a TV show that was had 25 years ago. A show that I didn't care about then. Mm. I mean, I was 10, but. Why is she talking about this? You were not 10. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I didn't even do the math. And then the look on your face, I could tell you were exaggerating quite a bit. You know how I know this person's boring? Because anyone who talks about what they're going to dress up for, for Halloween, long before Halloween's even... I I don't like adults who dress up for Halloween in the first place. But then talking about what you're going to dress up for for Halloween and getting excited about it means you're a boring fucking person. So the setup here is that they're talking about these people used to be on local commercials for an electronics store, Tom Peterson and Gloria. Now, remember, this is a Portland-based podcast. It's all about Portland all the time. (gasps) Greg. What? Why have we never dressed as them for Halloween? (laughs) Oh, that's a pretty good Halloween costume. Holy shit. I think we just came up with our Halloween costume. I'm not not getting a crew cut. You can get a bald head. I'd have to get a, yeah. We can make it work. Yeah, I'd have to get something like that. I'm, I want to get the vintage. Calling it. Tom calling Peterson it right now. We're going as Tom Peterson and Gloria. Oh my fuck. That is the best idea I've had in a long time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. okay. We're doing it. All Knuckles. Right. All right. Next. Tom Peterson and, and Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> I'm Tom Peterson. I'm just going to follow you around and just be like, and Gloria's too. <laughs> over and over. Oh, we have our Halloween costumes. That's a pretty good one. Oh, my God. All right. We cannot forget this. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to start looking for outfits. Who are they talking about? They're talking about people who used to be on television commercials in Portland years ago. Oh. And this woman gets so fucking excited that they're going to dress up. And this is the worst part about Halloween. Not even just dressing up, but then acting out the costume that you're in. She's like, oh, and then I'm going to be like, oh, glory. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing if I saw you do that, but being excited about possibly doing that is even more embarrassing. Well, and I would understand if this was still terrestrial radio and still a local show. Yeah, it's not. several countries have listened to them. It's not. They got fired. They got fired from radio. And the best part is, so they're talking to this comedian, Erica Rhodes. You ever heard of her? No. Nobody has. They're talking to this comedian, Erica Rhodes, who used to be on some radio show back in the day. And so they immediately bond. They're like, oh, we got started in radio, too. 
Listen to how embarrassed they are about their radio careers. This is great. Well, you mentioned that you've been doing comedy, you know, not 20 years, but you started yeah. off in radio. We started off in radio as well. That's where we came. That's what our background is. Oh, cool. Radio, yeah. What radio? Uh, but not like the... Not yeah. like, yeah. Not, not your national. amazing, like, high-quality radio. We did a lot of, like... I did, like, I worked with some, like, morning shock jocks. Also did some, like, talk radio, which was super fun. Yeah, but yeah. it all makes, it, but it all, Commercial radio. it all is yeah. the same kind of thing. <laughs> How funny is that? Oh, we man. used to be in radio, too. Oh, yeah, what'd you do? Well, I mean, it, was, it wasn't, like, good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good radio. I, I, I was a, <laughs> a, a call screener. For a, uh, a show that talked about the traffic. I was a truck driver and I was on a CB radio. <laughs> this guy, Greg, because I did some research on him, he got his start in ad sales. And, or not ad sales. He was a salesperson for um, uniforms or something, a uniform shop. and uh, The most exciting sales. Oh, my God. You got to look at his wiki page. I don't want to. I forgot to pull that up. I got to pull that up. He's got a wiki page that talks all about everything he's ever done in life, and it has to be written by him, because nobody else is interested in what the fuck this guy does. That's funny, because I got on his wiki page, and yeah. the biography was blank. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, so like you saw was, the same one I yeah, did. Yeah, there was nothing really on it. All right, give me one second. I got to find this, because there's something in here that's so fucking funny. What's his name? Greg Nibbler? Nibbler. American television actor. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> he is not. All right. This is the this is the best part. So you know who my favorite actor is, Greg Nibbler. Yeah, everyone loves Greg Nibbler. All right, so it, he's got uh, his career, fun employment, radio, bands, and acting are the different categories on his wiki page. I love his bands thing. Since moving to Portland, Greg has been a part of the rock music scene, playing bass and singing in such bands as Princes of Parliament, Distracted, Freelance Terrorists, and most notably Courage. After releasing three albums and one music video for Rock and Roll Rodeo, Courage stopped touring regularly a few years ago. However, they do frequently reunite for reunion shows. Doesn't everybody in Portland play bass? Yes! In a band? Like, isn't it just bass bands? I don't think that playing bass in a band means that you're a musician. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure anyone could do that. Yeah. It's not impressive. But I just love the fact that whoever wrote this is like, well, Courage actually broke up, but they're still playing shows from time to time. You got, definitely want to check them out. Most notably, Courage. No one's ever heard of any of these fucking bands. I I've never heard of them. He recorded three albums and one music video. It's not even one of those bands where I'm like, oh, I wish I would have thought of that name for my band. It's not even that. And then acting is great. Uh, Greg has acted in a variety of formats, from television to industrials. Huh? He also makes frequent appearances as a technology review for Digital Trends, traveling to cover the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Digital Trends is the company that they started. Oh, okay. That's what this show is on. Wow. Uh, he was a writer and actor along with so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so for a sketch comedy television show, Empty Noggin. Moving from largely an online presence to actual television presence in 2006... Empty Noggin Television aired concurrently on Comcast Local 37 and Comcast On Demand. After one season, it moved to Portland's CW for a half season before finishing out on the second season on Fox 49. Recently, on his radio show, he has implied that he's involved in the development of an untitled Pixar film. Do you know what just happened just now? What just happened? You became a podcast that's reading from a wiki page. I know. I was thinking about that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm glad I was here for it, but you God did. damn it. 
But I just thought that was hilarious. He's talking about this shitty sketch comedy show no one's ever seen. It's like, hey, we were an internet show, and then we got picked up by the CW, which is nothing. Right. And then it says at the very end of that that he's involved in the development of an upcoming Pixar film. That's a pretty far leap, right? Well, what Pixar film? If it's a Pixar film, that's impressive. I would think. You would think. I'm sure they have a lot of tiny little things on the side, though, you don't know about. Yeah? I bet you it's one of those. All right. All right. We've, uh, we've gotten off the beaten path here. Well, this, was, back a, on track. this was a hard podcast. I was a little bit upset because I was looking for something really, really terrible, but it was just really, really boring. Yes. It was really boring. They're talking to uh, this woman, Erica, who's a stand-up. And is doing, what episode did you listen to? Not I listened one. to a bunch of episodes. Okay, not the one I listened to. I did. I listened to the one you you listened to with Shane Torres. Yes. Obviously, because I already played clips from that. Yeah. Fucking idiot. But I also listened to a bunch of other episodes, too. I just wasn't sure if I dozed off. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> Fair enough. So they're talking to this woman. So this is the next week. They're talking to Erica Rhodes. And Erica is doing stand-up at Helium. And her voice is crazy. Wait till you hear her voice. And she's also recording the show because she's going to put out an album. Right. She's going to put out her, her stand-up special. So they're talking to her like she's a mainstream stand-up comedian. Well, once you're done <laughs> recording the album, do you think you're, is this going to be like, all right, goodbye to those jokes, and you're going to just say... Uh, I mean, I don't think I can completely do it, because yeah. if I'm still headlining, I'm like, you know, I and need... people like those jokes. I need yeah. an hour. So Sarah thinks she's talking to Bill Burr. Like, okay, so when you're done with this special, are you just going to scrap that and do a whole new hour? She's like, well, no. Um, no one's ever heard these jokes before. I'm not a well-known stand-up. I'm going to continue to do these jokes for as long as I possibly can. This isn't a Netflix special that everyone's going to watch. What is, what, who does Sarah think she's talking to? You're just going to scrap your hour and do a new one? Do you know how long it takes to put together a fucking hour of stand-up? Well, maybe you this idiot. Girl, she might be small potatoes compared to what Sarah's used to. How do we know? That's true. I mean, she had Shane in there. <laughs> so then... They're talking about how sometimes they can sense that, because Erica's talking about her stand-up, and she says, sometimes I can sense 10 minutes in, it's not going to go well. The crowd's not into it, I'm not doing a great job, and Sarah totally relates to this. But sometimes when we're doing our show, I can tell about like 10, 15 minutes, and like, it's fine. We're doing five right. minutes, this isn't, getting, this isn't one that we're knocking out it's of the It's not going in right the best now. of. Ooh. It's funny they say that, I feel the same way. Because about 10 or 15 minutes in, I could tell that their show sucked, too. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say right now. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a misdirect, oh. is what they call that. They did a lot of plugging for a live show they have coming up. They're doing a live St. Patrick's Day show from some bar somewhere. And they're selling tickets for it. And oh, on St. Patrick's Day. That's a great idea. <laughs> yes. They're selling tickets for it. They're very excited was about Opie it. Was there? Oh, I can only hope. I would... Fly to Portland tomorrow <laughs> if I could watch Opie with Greg and, and Dummy do their show. So this is them pimping their live show very, very hard. Listen to them trying to tell their, their seven listeners to get their friends who don't listen to their show to come to their show. So what we would really love is for you to go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the link. We've got a banner ad right there. Pick yourself up a ticket. Pick a ticket up for a couple of your friends and uh, come down and hang out with us for this live show. Especially, then, yeah, if you're a fan of ours and you're just like, hey, you know what, my you know my buddy Jim has never 
Never really heard of Fun Employment Radio. I kind of want to show them how cool my friends Greg and Sarah are. Boom. So why don't I just buy a pair of tickets and go and see them do their thing live? Oof. That is such a radio thing. So this woman thinks that their listeners are their friends. Right. I want to show my friend how cool my friends are that I listen to on this podcast. I hope to God that nobody thinks that way. I hope that nobody is bringing their friend and saying, you guys got to come check out my friends, Greg and Sarah. Oh, do you know those people? No, no, I listen to their podcast every day. Oof. That's embarrassing. That's lonely. That's very lonely. But I have good news. They have a lot of hijinks. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really fun show. Great! I listened to an episode that was uh, titled St. Patrick's Day. It's their episode two thousand one hundred seventy three, where they talk about what they're going to do at this live St. Patrick's Day show. And if I haven't explained enough, this is morning radio bullshit. This will sum it up for you. Oh, I missed everybody's faces. Well, we've got a lot. We've got a lot planned for this. It's gonna be fun. And Greg uh, has told me. Um, he's actually promised me that he's probably most likely going to dress like a leprechaun. I am not going to dress like a leprechaun. That is absolutely. Or not I'm that thinking I've said. that maybe there has to be some sort of bet that happens between now and then, so that it does happen to happen that Greg has to be dressed like a leprechaun. It's not going to happen to happen because I'm not going to dress like a leprechaun. But Ooh. you may get a little bit of my Irish accent. Oh, don't do that. That could happen. That could happen. After a little bit of tolling. Seriously, if you. All right. I think that we should do some sort of bet. Greg. No, I am not dressing des- like a leprechaun. The people deserve it. The people do not deserve that. They absolutely. So you're saying that they're not good enough to deserve you dressed like a leprechaun? They do deserve it if they're going there. What kind of chemistry is this? You, you need to dress like a leprechaun. I don't want to dress like a leprechaun. That's stupid. Is Nibbler an Irish name? <laughs> I don't think Nibbler's his real name. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Nibbler. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll bust out my Irish accent. She's like, oh, I don't want to hear that. I do want you to dress like a leprechaun. This is not an interesting. There's a lot wrong with that. First of all, because <laughs> it's just audio. So she wants. No, this is the live she... show. This is the live show, Jeff. There's going to be, there's gonna be yeah, a dozen they're... people there to see him dress like a leprechaun. But they're broadcasting. <laughs> I know. I'd rather hear him do an Irish accent than hear about him dressed as a leprechaun. I don't want to hear any of this. Well, show. I don't want to hear any of it either. Why are we listening to it? Come Why on. are we listening to this? I don't know. Who's who recommended? Brandon. This? Brandon, you asshole. You motherfucker. I hate you. Uh, this is in that same show. The big thing they're talking about is Sarah gets a pamphlet or or a direct mail piece that talks about there's a Bible prophecy conference coming to Portland. So Greg immediately determines that this is like a cult leader convention. This is where you make up your own crazy horse shit that you get people to follow you. And Greg decides that he can riff on that all day long. So he goes on this, this long riff. He's like, well, the, the moon is made of ice. And he goes on this long riff about how the moon is made of ice. And Sarah's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then he decides that he's going to do, he's like, I, I can riff on this all day. I'll do another one. So then he does another one. And... This is a little bit of a longer clip, but just listen to how, A, terrible he is at doing this, and B, how disinterested Sarah is in the fact that he's doing this. I mean, these guys are over 2,000 episodes in. They must hate each other at this point, I would imagine. I mean, I could go off like, I could do that for hours. Oh, yeah. Give me another one. Well, I, I don't know. I was really proud of the whole moon made of ice I know, thing. I went I know, right I off need on it. Somebody, I need something else. 
Okay, give me something. I can build a whole conspiracy. Um, what about uh, Cheetos or mind control devices? Well, I mean, a lot of people have said that before because what they what do they want you to do? You know, they 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 want you to be complacent. You know, they do. Is Chester Cheeto a fascist? They want you to be complacent. They want you to go along with the flow. They want you to chill out, man. You know, they want you to relax. But that's really not what you should be doing Good because one. relaxing and chilling out <laughs> is how they get you. And that's what they have been doing all along. So they give us, you know, these different kinds of snacks and things like that. Things like Cheetos. I mean, Cheetos right there. Let's analyze the word. Che-e-toes. Che-e-toes. <laughs> so okay, think about that. Can you sign that out for me? Che-e-toes. So toes. What, what keeps us grounded on this earth? What keeps us there safely walking the path of our Lord? Our toes. When we're on that beach and there's only one set of footprints, what do you see? You see the footprints of the toes. The toes are what they're trying to cheat us out of. That's fascinating. Please go on. Is he on acid? I don't know who would be interested in this conversation. This is terrible. You're not a provocative person. You're not interesting. But they're also not like a religious show either. That was just very strange. You're not charismatic. Yeah. It's wildly uninteresting. I don't know why this guy thinks he's a personality. He's not. He's just a cornball. This guy's a grade A cornball. He's a Cheeto. <sighs> and I love that. <laughs> I love that he's similar to our buddy Seamus on Chewed Gum, mm. who's becoming my new favorite person. <laughs> I fucking love Seamus. I actually do too, and I feel so bad for him. Well, he's turning into Seamus because they have that guy Shane Torres on their show, mm -hmm. and they ask him, what's your least favorite city to go to? Because this guy's a, a traveling comedian. And he says, Indianapolis. And uh, fucking Dubby here thinks that he's a celebrity there. Tell you what doesn't stand out is Indianapolis. Yeah, that too. Indianapolis. I mean, I guess it stands out because I said it first, but it's it's, but not in a good way. Boring. Indianapolis. It's just I don't know. We've got some listeners in Indianapolis. Yeah, you do you? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Oh. I love that this guy goes. Do you have listeners in Indianapolis? Because. Why? Why would they listen to your show <laughs> I know. in Indianapolis? You guys talk about local commercials in Portland, and then you talk about what you're going to dress up for for Halloween seven months from now. Who the fuck is listening to you assholes in, in Indianapolis? I'm curious to know what happened to this guy in Indianapolis, because if you play my clip five... Yes. Really? I don't this know. Not my area. It's just not me, I guess. You know, yeah. and I don't mean to dog these people out, but fuck you. Like... <laughs> Uh, Indianapolis, like I just, that should be where we put our garbage. I sounds uh, <laughs> a fucking dump. I, uh, <laughs> and if you got a problem with it, stay where you're at, you fucking hillbillies. I <laughs> he really hates it there. Well, I mean, that, that's at least interesting. At least he's saying something that might be provocative or interesting to listen to. Uh, yeah. These guys add nothing to it. They're just like, wah, wah, uh, yeah. I don't want to uh, offend our seven listeners in Indianapolis. Well, take what you can get. I mean, honestly, I don't blame them. I'll be the first podcaster to say, fuck Indianapolis. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're so provocative. I mean, I've already motherfucked <laughs> Canada. I'm motherfucking Indianapolis. I'll put it all out there. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care anymore. You are a rebel. Deep Discount might not like it, but fuck Indianapolis. If you want to buy a Blu-ray in Indianapolis, you go to Amazon. I don't even give a shit. You're fired. Oh, fuck. That, that could be a problem. <laughs>
Don't tell anyone I said that. I won't. What else do you have from this show, Jen? Okay, track six. Track six. <laughs> so check out Shane tonight. You're getting a text on your Windows phone. <laughs> 7.30 in Denby at Helium Comedy. Two tomorrow as well, Friday and Saturday. It'll be a blast. It'll be a I've got a project I'm working on. <laughs> God damn it. What are they laughing about? That's a good question. What's I have going on? No idea. Nothing. Are they all getting drunk? Well, so that was like the very tail end of the show. Yeah. And the beginning was a little bit rough start. Yeah, like we were talking about his hat. Yeah. Right. That was the end of the show. And there was nothing really that changed. Can I talk about how they introduced the conversation with Shane? They did this thing where they did a two-minute preamble to introduce if they're going to introduce this guy. And I don't understand why podcasts do this. This is the intro to the intro. Okay. Where they talk about their show and then go to a bit where they talk about their show again. And we roll in. The reason I brought up the lotion thing is because I, I just came from, I came from downtown and there was some samples of like some fancy skin lotion okay. stuff and I, I brought it out. And so that's what we're talking about when we roll into it. And then um, that was my undoing from there. All right. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> Here it is. It's Shay Torres on Fun Employment Radio. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> That's a good in. point, actually. They're all Thank kind you of so much for tuning in. However you found us. We are joined now by Shane Torres. Why not just do the intro with Shane there? Like they did. But I didn't understand that at all. They do two minutes. They're like, all right, we're, today we're going to be talking to Shane Torres. We're, this is Fun Employment Radio. I, I had lotion. And then, all right, let's go do it. Hey, you're on Fun Employment Radio. This is Shane. Okay. What's that? What's the? Should I do multiple intros to this show? Oh my god! Please do not do that. Do they think we're idiots? <laughs> I think they do. Ugh. I'm pretty sure they do. All right. Last thing that I have to play on this show is going back to the episode with Erica Rhodes. Erica used to be on the radio, as she mentioned, and when she was on the radio, she interviewed a lot of celebrities, and this, <laughs> this is her talking about. All of those celebrities that she interviewed. I think for me now it's just get because I have the recordings of all these. Inter- I've interviewed some really great people. Like I interviewed John Cryer. Oh, nice. I interviewed Bill Prady, who created Big Bang Theory. I interviewed, cool. um, I don't know, like a lot. Danny Zucker, who worked on Modern Family. Drop. I love the name dropping there because she goes John Cryer, and there's a huge drop off after that. I interviewed John Cryer. There was an intern who used to get coffee for the person on Modern <laughs> Family. Yes. I interviewed this guy who did a podcast out of Portland once. Well, and Big Bang Theory. I mean, come on. The and funniest show on television. That show is hilarious. I mean, we could all agree on that. It's got the funniest laugh track on network TV. This podcast is just a big ball of nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on. It's not interesting. They don't bring any type of format. They don't. I, I listen to multiple episodes. There's just nothing going on. It sounds to me exactly like two radio hosts who have to get together every single day and fill three hours of time. Right. What are we going to talk about today? I, I saw a YouTube video. Oh, you did? I was talking about that for 20 minutes. That's what this show is. Yeah. It's people filling fucking time. And. To Greg Nibbler and Sarah X. Dillon, guys, come up with something interesting to talk about and put out fewer shows. Right. You don't have to be on every fucking day. They're on every day with a podcast. It's every day. 
because they're radio people. They think they're doing a radio show. But they don't they have think they're filling time. There's, I don't hear. I don't hear a single fucking sponsor. I don't know how they're making any money. They're begging people to buy tickets to their fucking live show at some bar. Mm. Guys, what are you doing? You've been doing this for ten years. And the funny thing is, is that they've been awarded the best podcast in Portland multiple times because they started this in two thousand nine. They were mm. the only podcast in Portland. I'm not impressed. I'm not either. They got fired from radio. It's pretty much the Adam Carolla story, except for Adam Carolla actually had a fan base. They got fired from radio, so they started a podcast. Well, and other things that were real. <laughs> Somebody else wrote his wiki page. Yeah, right. He didn't have to write his own wiki page. And I hear that Adam Carolla is working on a Pixar film, maybe. It's possible. You're going to right. call me a liar? <laughs> sure. Holy shit. I'm I'm mad at myself for reading that wiki page. I'm I, mad at you for doing that, too. I feel like our show took a, a really hard left Ugh. at that point. I'm going to go back and post and maybe just take that all out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should. You're going to catch so much shit for that. Oh, nobody gives me shit for what we do here. <laughs> Everybody just says, everything you do is perfect and we love it. All right. That's all I hear. Jen, anything else you want to play? You have a couple more clips on the board no. here. You know what I'm talking about? Bird Box? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I was just, I was pulling clips. Just yeah, just to pull clips. To pull clips because I didn't know what to do. There wasn't anything to pull and there was everything to pull. Yeah, no, it's a boring show. There's really nothing going on. All right, but we have a lot more to talk about on today's show. I want to talk about our sponsor, deepdiscount.com. A very loyal sponsor to the show. We love Deep Discount. Um, They have a great website where you'll find thousands of movies and TV shows at incredible prices. They also have video games. They have all sorts of things, toys, everything you'd ever want. It's all deeply discounted, low, low prices at deepdiscount.com. And I don't have to do the read this week because our buddy Butthole Weeb. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let me turn down this music a little bit. That's the Isotons, by the way. Our buddy Butthole Weeb, I called him out last week because he loves anime. Oh. And I said, hey. He sounds cool. They have this Shark Madness sale, and anime is a whole category of things that you can find deeply discounted. And the ladies love it. And Butthole Weeb, keep it positive, Jen. We got to keep it positive. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Butthole Weeb called in to our voicemail. And I think I might be the first podcaster to sell a, a advertiser to directly to a listener. Listen to this. Hey guys, this is uh, Butthole Weed. Um, God damn it, Carl! Um, on your last episode, you fucking you fucking talked about deep discount. Called me out about oh they have uh, all this anime stuff and blah 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 about a lot of shit. Well. You doing that basically called me in to check that, and yeah, you're pretty fucking right. Um, I got on there, and usually anime DVDs cost, like, if you want to get some rare shit, like $200. Um, some of those of you guys out there probably aren't weebs, but they, I, I found Hataraku Maosama, Itsuharu Nakits, and Kimba the White Lion, which is, by the way, uh, what, uh, um, what's that fucking Disney film called? Lion um, King? <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> Possibly. Uh, something Lion. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch 
Disney <laughs> shit because anime is way better. Came to the White Lion, um, it, it ripped it off. And I basically got on there and found that you could get it for like 80 fucking dollars. And um, with your with your plug, Carl, I'm probably going to have to take you up on that. Nice. I feel like that's shitty of you because... You fucking bullet pointed me on having to go on there and look up anime shit, and yeah, it is a pretty good fucking deal. I could get all the shit that was supposed to be like double eighty dollars, like double the price. Double eighty, double eighty dollars. Whatever, whatever that was. Fuck me, girl. You fucked me on your advertisement, and you fucked me on your plug. So, uh, goodwill to you. Fuck you. All right, I don't know if he was keeping it super positive. I didn't, that guy. I didn't fuck about it. Holy I told shit. him about a great website that has all the things that he loves. And that's their, you can own your passion. Go to deepdiscount.com. No more streaming, commercials, edits. Buy what you love. Watch it anytime you want. Yeah, go buy the lion something. <laughs> go buy that something lion from <laughs> Disney. Holy shit. So anyway, I, I thought that was impressive. But we thanks for doing our live read this week. And uh, Jen and I both want to say thank, thank you, you, Deep Discount. Discount. All right. Moving on, I, I have to play uh, the latest version of Carl versus Carl from the Bazinga Boys what? on Twitter. Are you familiar with this Carl versus Carl thing? I am not. All right. These guys find out that I say things on earlier podcasts that I then say the opposite of on later podcasts. You've been known to do that. Yeah. I've been known to change my position on things. I mean, you did today with the wiki page. That's true. Thank you. <laughs> that could be a Carl versus Carl. So here's an example of that. Carl versus Carl. The influx of voicemails recently made me think back to episode 112. I can tell you that with our new hotline, if you call in and say, I'm so drunk, I don't even know where I am, I will not play it on the show and then laugh hysterically at that. It's not funny. That's not interesting. It's not good content. Which is weird because I made this compilation of the last couple of weeks. Very, very drunk. And this was the first voicemail that he sent in. Uh, I'm kind of drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you a fucking... uh, I'm drunk. Let me give you a... um, I'm pretty drunk again. Um, <laughs> World on this anime is fucking awesome. <laughs> I had to get appropriately drunk to do this. Obviously. You can hear him pass out at the end of this call. It's, a, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> did he? Did you hear that? But I am more drunk in Deutschland, so... <laughs> Why does everyone have to I'm be drunk? Loving the show, Carl. Especially watching you... Grow as a person with your ever-shifting <laughs> positions on things. You're this generation's Joe Rogan. Can't wait to see what you feel strongly about next week. Uh, so thank you to the Bazinga Boys for continuing to call me out. Uh, Much appreciated. Jeff from the Jingles Department loves that. I do. That's amazing. It's amazing. And I also have to talk about Butthole Weeb again because what Butthole Weeb does is he does the super chat thing. There's a show called The Tomorrow Show. It's on the Not Sam Network. Are you familiar with Not Sam? I I am. Sam Roberts? No, I know who it is. Opie and Anthony? No, I cried listening to his wrestling podcast. XM? I know. So this show, The Tomorrow Show, is on the Not Sam Network. And what they do is they have a video cast with a super chat. So if you pay money, they'll read your question and answer it on the air. Oh, 
Okay. So Butthole Weave asked them about WATP. Oh. And yeah, I know. Money well spent. <laughs> it, it's money well spent. So we appreciate this. We got some love already yeah. in the super chats. Can I get a hallelujah? Yeah. $5 from Landon Mick and James says, What's up, Cousaroos? Do you guys ever watch other podcasts? W- WATP is really good, like your guys' podcast. Have a good day. What is WATP? I think it's Who Are These Podcasts? Is oh. the na- is Who oh. Are These Podcasts? Is the name oh. of the podcast. Is the name oh. of the I, podcast. I believe that's I've, what he's talking like about. And Rox, have you heard? I've heard of this. Yes. Have you? Yes. That's why. So what I do they do? They, they kind of attack um, and critique yep. <laughs> 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 We kind of attack. Yeah, I think they give their feedback on other people's podcasts. Let me look. Yeah, up. it's it says a uh, Carl and a rotating guest of hosts uh, give their opinions and honest feedback on popular and not so popular podcasts. Gotcha. So yeah, they. I'm looking at their site right now. They covered my dad wrote a porno, um, the Doctor Phil and Dick Masterson. I, I, I well, let me throw this out there. <laughs> so no idea they won't critique ours. I I was looking through producer podcasts. So um, I, I love that a couple of people on the show knew who we were. Right. And we're talking about it. And then the other one was just like, yeah, I'm looking at their website right now. And uh, Dick Masterson and Dr. Phil. Like, all right, you have no idea what you're talking about. Were they calling them podcasts? Possibly. Because that would be a good podcast. A podcast? A podcast. Yeah, we can get uh, Stuttering John to host it. Sounds like a great idea, John. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, You'll take that out in post, though, right? Were you saying podcast? Yeah. Well, that's what they were saying. Why would I take that out in post? Yeah. Think about that. Why, <laughs> why would I take that out? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's hilarious. Aww. Everyone's going to love that. No one's going to love it. So thank you very much to Butthole Weeb, our buddy, who is helping us out. Also, Matt Lewinsky sent us a screenshot of Seamus bragging about 10,200 downloads of chewed gum. He posted an Instagram pic of the screen grab that showed he had over 10,000 downloads. So this guy, I don't know if he hasn't heard our show or doesn't care. He is still very impressed with himself. (sighs) Which I'm excited to tell you we'll be talking about much more next week. Oh, good. Seamus Seamus is going to be front and center next week. I'm very excited about that. But before we get into any of that kind of stuff, we have to talk about Opie Radio. The Opie Radio Podcast. Somebody clued me in on a clip from a very old Opie and Anthony episode. This is from the October 2005. And it's interesting Patrice O'Neill is in studio. Oh, Patrice. Patrice. Oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Patrice is in studio, sans Jimmy Norton, and they talk about how they were just riffing before the show started, and Ugh. now they have to try to recreate that. And Anthony comes up with an idea that I think Opie stole and made his podcast. Got to say hi to Patrice O'Neill sitting in for Jimmy Norton today. Good morning. Good morning, good morning Patrice. Good morning. And oh, good morning. Good to hey. have you. And now we got to do the whole show we did in the office for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so much stuff came out in the office today. We just casual discussion. We just should have microphones in the office, and the, and if it works, then that's how we should just start the show. Maybe we play. should just have mics on us all the time, uh, and we never have to leave the house. We could just send in a dat tape of everything we talk about. And they could play it, and I could sit at home. 
<laughs> Anthony had an idea, and nobody's like, holy shit, I'm going to write that down. So you're saying that I can just walk around with my friends, go to bars or hang out on the street, and send that in, and that's the show? This could be a podcast. <laughs> I love it. Oh I love God. that idea. All right, let's talk about episode 88 of Opie Radio, because it's fucking amazing. He's had 88 episodes. It's Opie with our friend Carl Ruiz, Chef Carl. Okay. The Mad Cuban. Those two guys are just in the quote-unquote studio. Which is what this week? Well, the studio is... This is actual studio. It's little, not an actual studio. The tiny shoebox thing? They're at Westwood One. In, oh, okay. in some yes. In some building in Manhattan. But they're in a cubicle. Right. So the studio is a cubicle that they're in. And it's just Opie and Carl Ruiz. Is that the place where you had like Gary Busey or whatever yes. his name was? Okay. Yes, it's the same place as that. That's small. Yeah, I've seen the video. It's not an impressive. <laughs> it's not impressive at all. There's lots of pillows, though. There's a couple of pillows. You have to move those out of your way if you want to sit down. Gary Busey was very afraid of that. <laughs> I'm. I know that I am schizophrenic, and I understand that I think people are talking at me when they're not or to me, and. People on the radio and the television are all talking to me. So I understand that. I'm mm-hmm. going to let you know. I'm aware of this. But please tell me that I'm wrong. That Opie is not directing this conversation directly to me. You you take dumps out of your house? I'm like, yes! <laughs> I think the people that that don't dump at work and, and in, uh, in public, they're the weird ones. Yes! <laughs> Opie is talking about shitting at work. I know. And he says the people who don't shit at work are the weird ones. Well, I mean, he does seem to have your number. He seems to have my number. I, I think that they're listening to my show more than I'm listening to their show. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong about this. Seems like you have a mutual admiration for each other. Possibly. Possibly. So they go on and talk about shitting at work. And Opie does not understand this whole idea that people wouldn't shit while they're working. So anyway, so I'm at the gym uh, with the toilet thing, right? I explained that, yeah, I could I could actually go to the bathroom outside my house. I think it's weird that, uh, that people can't do that. Right. They hold it in all day at work, I guess? No, 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 Opie, here's the thing. It's called a routine. I'm not advocating people to hold their shit in at work. I'm advocating that you shit before you go to work. There's a phrase called shit, shower, and shave. It's what you do in the morning. It's what I do every morning. I shit, I shower, and I shave, and then I go to work. Right. I'm not asking people to hold in their diarrhea. I'm just (laughs) asking that you try to regiment your lifestyle so you're not shitting while you're working. I once, when I was in school, heard a man explain to another man that it was a student in my dorm or whatever, the order in which shit, shower, and shave should be and why. Good. I agree with that. It actually is shit, then shower, then shave. That is the correct order. You shit, then you shower to wash the shit off, Mm -hmm. and then you shave because your beard is softened. Yes. There is a reason. That's very true. That's the exact routine that you should have. It's not... Uh, shower, shave, go to work, shit. <laughs> Nobody ever says that. That's not a phrase that people use. It's going to be my new phrase. This is Opie talking about if the the seat on the toilet is wet, 
Do you know what he does? Uh, you do know what I he does. I do know what he does because I've heard this before. <laughs> I only have one rule about uh, taking a dump in public. What's that? If the seat is wet, I will either, well, I do that at home, I, obviously. It, I use my sock my sock feet to clean the bowl at home. That if is a little, fucking gross. Some what? drops. Wait, some, if there's some drops on the bowl. That's disgusting, bro. I call it my piss sock. That is so disgusting. Oh, Opie is known for wiping the seat with his sock. Well, I know because I used to listen to Opie and Anthony, and yeah. I remember he was so proud of himself about so that. So adamant about that. The other thing that Opie That's... talks about is shitting in the ocean. Uh, well, yeah, I've heard him say it, talk about that, too. He talks about that as if that's a thing that people want to do. So then he tells this story, which is made-up bullshit. I'm calling it right now. There's no way this is true. His brother-in-law pooped <laughs> right. in the lake. And this is, there's no way this is true. This is a true story. So we're treading water over our heads, having a good time, drinking beers, partying a little bit. You know, nice summer day. And all of a sudden, people are, are like, getting away from my brother-in-law really quickly. He dropped a couple logs, man, in front of his girl and everything. In the water? And they were floating. They were floaters? They were floaters. Hunt for brown October. And he's giggling like a, like a, like a schoolgirl, and I'm laughing my ass off, too, <laughs> while everyone else is disgusted. Yeah, the, two, the ship patrol. <laughs> hey, man, when you got to go, you got to go. He's treading water, and he obviously dropped his bathing suit down and let a log out. <laughs> <laughs> you loved it. Of course I love it. You're that. a fecal freak. <laughs> no, I'm not. Jesus. <laughs> He is a fecal freak. He is, and he's, he's so really gross. Into poop. He's really into poop, and it's not natural. You're getting very uncomfortable. Well, no, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just no, you are. I I'm can really tell. Grossed out. It's disgusting. That's never happened. He's trying to make. He's trying to rationalize his behavior by saying, "Oh yeah, I was hanging out with this other guy, and he was shitting in the in the water, and his logs were floating next to him." That's not a true story. That's never happened. Let me tell you something. If he, a log. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. Floated past Opie's face. Are you kidding me? And he's giggling about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Good one, dude. There's he's no high-fiving this way. guy. There's no way. He's going to end up with a stomach bug. There's no way. That's disgusting. I actually happen to know that Opie is a hoity-toity Upper West Side Manhattan guy who can't even fucking relate to people who are just the norms. In society? Right. He doesn't even have toilet paper next to his toilet. He has socks. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a bidet, but no, no. socks. That makes more sense. This is him talking about he went to the subway the other day and some trains weren't running. And listen to how he, he relates to the little people. This is so embarrassing. But I decided to go ghetto and relate, so I'm like, what's the problem today, I brothers you, and sisters? Did you say brothers and sisters? I said bras. <laughs> All right. <that's> right. <laughs> Maybe they just thought you are crazy. And then the lady's like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, when you get that, the she head She gave knock. me one of those. Uh -huh, uh -huh. They lost power in Brooklyn. We're going to be here for a while. And I'm like, I ain't going to be here for a while. I'm going to go Uber this motherfucker. All right. So in the past, I felt sorry for him, and now I just really hate him. He can't get out of his own way. Oh. Opie, you embarrassed yourself in the subway. Don't repeat it on your podcast. What are you doing? In his defense, yeah. in New York City. I can't wait to hear what you're about to say. In his defense. Go ahead. I was just going to say, nobody knows who he is. They probably just think he's a homeless guy, right? Oh, of course. He looks like a homeless person. 
He looks like a fucking loser. So he can get away with walking through undetected most places. No, he's not trying to get undetected. No, I know. He's trying to relate to the, the little people. And he's trying to get all ghetto. What's happening, bros? I can picture this shit, by the way. And later on in the episode, Opie admits to his racism. Which, I don't like to throw that around. I don't like to call people racist. But this is fucking nuts. Carl was talking about this chick he lost his virginity to. Okay. And talking about her skin tone. And then Opie says something that is crazy. She was the color of, um, you know when you eat chocolate cereal, the, the milk at the end? Yeah. That's where she was just perfect. That type of chocolate. Yeah, bro. Oh, yes. Yeah. Honey almond chocolate. I love, like, uh, dark chocolate, but I don't want my women to be dark chocolate. You don't like black women? <gasps> what the fuck was he thinking there? So, Carl Ruiz is trying to explain this woman's skin tone. He says, he's like, if you, if you eat like a chocolate cereal, the milk afterwards. I know. Like, okay, I can picture that. I haven't even exhaled yet. And then gap. Opie says, I know, <laughs> oh you're still, you're still, your asshole is so clutched up. It's like you're watching the Michael Jackson I documentary. <laughs> I can't you're so clutched him. up. <laughs> and then he stuck his tongue in the little boy's butt. Like, oh. oh my God. This is pretty much, Opie is, I mean, I've been doing this like cringe of the week thing. Like Opie wins it every fucking week. He goes, he, he doesn't understand what Carl Ruiz is saying. He goes, Carl, Carl Ruiz is trying to explain what this woman's skin tone was. And, and Opie says, I like dark chocolate. Meaning like actual dark chocolate. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot! No one's talking about actual food. We're not talking about cereal, you idiot. We're talking about this chicky bang. Uh, and, Carl, and and Opie goes, I like dark chocolate, but dude, I don't want women who have that color skin. Gross. Oh Go. my god. Opie! Oh. He's the what the worst. fuck is wrong with you? He's the worst person. He just is so, the worst person. <laughs> Can't help himself. This has got to be his new shtick, right? Is he that stupid? Do you think his new shtick is being the stupidest broadcaster? Yes! <laughs> because... I love it. I want to listen to the stupidest broadcast. That would be a great moniker for him. OB Radio featuring the stupidest broadcaster to ever live. Oh my gosh. I just can't imagine what else he would be thinking. Maybe he's like, maybe I'll corner the market. No one's done this. No one's, no one's been this stupid before. <laughs> All right. Speaking of stupid, we have documented that our show. That Opie was fired from SiriusXM for what, Jen? Videotaping someone taking a shit. Yes. Roland was pooping in a stall at SiriusXM and Opie threw his phone over the top and videotaped it. And then he's stupid enough to say this as they're talking about pooping on the show. Do you remember the bathrooms at SiriusXM? Yes, I do. And how fucking disgusting they were? And I used to take uh, uh, pictures of, uh, you know, the stalls well, and we stuff. Know, we know. To, to we know. We <laughs> know. I love Carl. Carl's like, yeah, yeah. It's well documented that you took pictures. We know. We know. We know. Opie, Opie, what are you doing? You got fired for that, remember? Stop taking credit for it. That's not a good thing. Why is Carl Ruiz hanging around with that guy? I, that's a great question. I don't know how much longer it's going to last. But I love that he's got Vic Henley, <sighs> who was supposed to be on the show. He had a call in sick. So he explains that Vic called in sick to the show and that in the past that would have bugged Opie, but he's changed. Buddy, I don't feel too good. I woke up, I don't feel too good. But you got Carl, you got this. 
I think there was a little guilt in his text. Like he knew, uh, you know, he probably shouldn't be telling me last minute that he's not going to do the podcast. It's okay. What am, what am I going to do? I'm way more zen these days. I don't. Get you that. are fucking zen. That would have made you oh, nuts. My. <laughs> this is what I talk about when people give me shit. Oh, you're railing on Opie so much. Opie was a shitty human being. He admits it all the time. The fact that he says this guy felt really guilty about calling in sick to my podcast that he makes no money from. You put people in that situation. That's how calling in sick works. You don't feel good that day. You let someone know you can't be there. Right. Oh, he, he felt bad. That he didn't give me more notice on this. That's that's how that works. And he even says, like, ah, there was a time when I would have been really pissed about that. And even Carl Ruiz is like, and Carl Ruiz hasn't even known Opie that long. Right. He's like, yeah, dude, you would have fucking lost your shit over it. And then I'll be like, oh! He's still a shitty person, though. He's still a shitty person. But the one thing about Opie you can't deny is that he knows radio chemistry. Oh, and he explains, really? He explains that he's the expert at this. He's talking about how he used to message the Cuban, Carl Ruiz, back when he was on Sirius XM, and he needed Carl to come on and fix the show. When he, when you didn't think the lineup was right at Sirius XM? Yeah. Like, you're like, you didn't like it? Yeah. You'd call me up. Coops! <laughs> <laughs> I know this stuff really well. You always knew I was automatic. Like, I would, if I could, I'd be there. I was always mixing and matching people, and sometimes the, I knew it, the chemistry wouldn't be good, and I knew, like, the, adding you to the mix would absolutely help that chemistry. Alright. I just want to point this out. I'm going to be very calm about this. Mm-hmm. Opie understands chemistry really well. The last show we talked about was Opie with Vic Henley, Sherrod Small, and Jim Florentine. Oh, I listened. At Gephardt's. It was terrible. They did three hours of podcasting where no one was on the same page. They were talking over each other. There wasn't a funny anecdote to be had. But Opie knows chemistry. I know this shit. I got this. I got this down. I'm going to grab a hillbilly from Alabama, my only black friend, uh, this one comedian who's actually funny. We're all going to get together and drink <laughs> and see if that works. It doesn't. Opie, it does not work. No. You know what would work better with the chemistry if you weren't there? Well, he's notorious for squelching jokes and ruining chemistry. So maybe yeah. he does understand chemistry. It's, it's pretty well known. I understand chemistry and shows. how to step all over it. This is an interesting thing that Opie says on his show. So they're talking about... Carl Ruiz talks about how his mom used to get naked Ew. all the time and walk around the house. They're Cuban. I don't know what their culture is. Maybe that's normal. <laughs> so Opie takes credit for this. I've never been naked in front of my kids. All right. Remember, remember when Opie was talking about Chris Rock's bit to Mike Buschetti? And he goes, oh, Chris Rock got this great bit. That's exactly what that bit is. You're not supposed to take credit for not being naked in front of your kids. <sighs> I never get naked in front of my kids. You're not supposed to. That's that's normal. That's not something you take credit for. And then Opie being the shock jock that he is has to talk about his mom. My mom once leaned down to tie my shoes and I saw her boobs. She had a nice set, you know. Oh, my what? God. All right. What is wrong with him? I love that Opie thinks people want him to write a book 
About his life? About radio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd rather actually read about his life because I know his life. Oh. He, he addresses that. It's crazy. He addresses that in this next clip. See, uh, everyone wants me to write a dumb book about radio. I want to write a book about my upbringing. You should. Man. It's, I, I, I it's, find it. I think it's I awesome. mean, the radio stories would be amazing, obviously, but uh, the uh, the growing up stories are just nuts. And, and there's a ton of them I don't even remember anymore. Oh, well, oh that, so definitely write about them. That would be a great book. There's so <laughs> many things that happened in my life, I don't even remember them. I should write a book. Oh, what a hey, fucking asshole. Not for nothing. People who write books know what they're writing about. <laughs> I mean, I can't even make this shit up that he's saying this stuff on a radio show. Chapter one, blank page. <laughs> Chapter two, blank page. <laughs> Chapter one, the early years. Don't remember. Chapter two. Let me uh, think. Fuck. This is um, Opie talking about... Them running out of things to talk about. I think we ran out of things to talk about, yeah, Carl. This. Yeah, I agree. It was episode five. <laughs> Can you put that as a... You should put that on your soundboard. <laughs> You're right, I should. I'm going to keep that. It was It was episode five where you ran out of things to talk about. And yet here we are in episode 88. Here we are listening to your show. And this episode was a little bit weird because... Opie came in with things to talk about uh-huh. specifically. Like most of these episodes, they just start shooting the shit about the Sports Illustrated cover from 1982 and right. whatever they just saw on Netflix the night before. It's just fucking nonsense. But they actually came in with things to talk about. And this was um, to Opie weird. It's weird when you prepare stuff for Yo, a show. Man, that was great. That little <laughs> shit. I, that, I but, thought you were going to bring out that little journal again with the pictures in it. <laughs> I'll tell you the tampon story next time. Uh, Opie says, yeah, it's weird when you prepare for your show. And I have to bring this up because this this makes me a rage, as Dick Masterson would say. There was a tweet that came in to Opie from Tom Kelly who says, uh, how do you not have video? The virginity discussion was great, and it'd be awesome to see you guys reacting to each other's crazy shit. Reminds me of Rogan's podcast. Huh? So Opie says, thanks, but my podcast with Carl Ruiz is better than Joe Rogan. (laughs) Oh, okay. Opie declared, he's not being funny. He's talking about how his show is so great. He says that he's better than Joe Rogan, which this was brought to my attention by a listener a a little while back. It was uh, Joe Fitzpatrick who wrote me in and said, are you familiar with the Dunning-Kruger effect? Do you know what the Dunning-Kruger effect is? I have no idea. All right. It's a cognitive bias in which people with low ability mistakenly assess their cognitive ability as greater than it is. Well, you know, I was just, I was processing what you just said. Yes. About that Twitter thing. I wish I had that kind of confidence. Right. That, that misguided confidence. This guy who just proclaimed that he actually prepared for a show, which he never does, says he's better than Joe Rogan, who has amazing guests on that he's wildly prepared for. He spends three plus hours with scientists and talks about their field of work right? multiple times a week. And this fucking asshole goes to a bar with idiots like Vic Headley and says, my podcast is better than their podcast. You're a fucking dolt. Opie, that's insane. That's fucking insanity. It is insane and yet I strive to be that confident. I mean, I wish, right? Don't you want to be so confident? 
Without self-awareness, low-ability people cannot objectively evaluate their competence or incompetence, according to the Dunning-Kruger effect. I don't know. I know ignorance is bliss. I know what you're saying, Jen. I don't know that I want to be this person. Well, you don't want to be that person. I'm going to feel like that person. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's come to a point in his life where he thinks he can just fucking ramble on about nonsense or or shitting at work and think that that's a fucking well, show. I was going to say, this is a guy who many times has talked about shitting in the ocean, wiping a toilet seat with a sock, and walking around his house. And is fine with himself. He is fine with himself. That's the problem so is, is that... Up. His show had millions of listeners because of Anthony Cumia and Jim Norton. Oh, I know. And he does not recognize that. He thinks for a fact that he's the reason why people listen to his show. Opie, your show is garbage. It's hot fucking garbage. You're a mess. Do you think he really thinks that, though, or is it all an act? Do, do you think he's smarter than he's pretending to be? I think he's dubber. <laughs> There's no way. What do you mean it's all an act? Well, I'm just... It's almost unfathomable that somebody could be Agreed. that far gone. Agreed. Agreed. And that much in, in touch with people, right? Because people are tweeting at him all the time and yep. telling him what a fucking asshole he is. He, I, I think he's done a good job of figuring out how to block people and only read the positive interactions that come into him. Hmm. This guy... Is so bad at, at broadcasting, which is surprising because he's been doing it for 25 years. He gets into a commercial read. And I know that in the past I've talked about his commercial read for Quip. Oh, yeah. Where he's in a bathroom, but it's a toothbrush read, so I kind of understand it. But that's not, that wasn't the thing. I thought I kind of was giving the benefit of the doubt. I thought that was the thing. He's talking about ondeck.com. Where is he broadcasting from that could be this fucking echoey? He owns a million-dollar apartment in Manhattan. Why can't he find a room that he could actually record from? Can you picture Carl in those Zumba pants or the Z Cabaricis? I kind of miss Merry-Go-Round and Chess King. Hey, Greg, we have a new sponsor. Let's bring him on board. Oh, yeah. I want to welcome a new sponsor to the Opie Radio Podcast. We're talking ondeck.com slash Opie. He's so awkward in reading these spots. But he also is broadcasting from a fucking tunnel. Why? Well, is he broadcasting while he's uh, recording Roland taking a shit in the bathroom? At it Sirius? sounds like it. <laughs> he's like, Roland's dropping a deuce and also on deck.com. Yeah. Which is, by the way, again, a terrible sponsor for this guy. It's for small business owners to take loans out. Are there small business owners listening to OP Radio? I'm pretty sure it's just truck drivers. I don't know if they're... Nothing against truck drivers, but they're not going to ondeck.com. Is anybody listening besides you? Nobody's listening besides me and the people who write me all the time and say, you have to listen to what Opie said this week. Oh, man. There's a lot of you listening for all the wrong reasons. I want to talk about Joey, the producer. He's got a new album out. What? Yeah, Joey is a musician, and he put out a new album. And so Opie, as part of his live reads does a commercial for Joey's new album. Ugh. And he says something here that makes me totally uninterested in this in this music. It's Joey Salvia on all the instruments and vocals. A singer-songwriter throwback with 11 songs. He wrote and produced it on the same gear he helps produce this podcast on. Oh, you don't want to promote that! Your podcast sounds like fucking garbage! He goes... 
Hey, if you want to listen to this uh, this musician who records on the same thing that this is recorded on, it's like you're echoing like you're in a tunnel. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear that. He's got the GarageBand app, and he made a record. <laughs> he recorded the drums from the subway station. <laughs> it's going to sound like... It's going to sound terrible. I don't understand why that is a selling point. The same equipment that he uses to produce this podcast. Your podcast sounds terrible, Opie. There's background noise. You're in a bar. You're in your bathroom. You're in Roland's bathroom. It sounds terrible. He's got a pickle bucket and a dream. (laughs) And by the way, the way they start this episode is crazy. They think they're Casey Casey Kasem. They're doing a dedication to a listener. Before we go to our Westwood One Podcast Network Studio Lounge, a long-distance dedication. Hi, Opie. My name is Adrian, and I'm a 17-year-old student. I'm reaching out at you because it's my dad's birthday, and he's going to be 50. He's been living in France for more than 20 years now, and has always been a huge fan of the show. He's now having a pretty tough time and going through depression. I'm wondering if during one of your podcasts, you could possibly give him a shout out for his birthday. That would be a huge gesture for him. Hold on a minute. Wait, 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 wait. This kid's 17, but his dad's been living in France for 20 years. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't (laughs) think of that. I didn't even know this guy. I know. (laughs) I saw the guy once. None of this makes any sense. He goes, he's going through depression, which is not like a, a thing that you go through. And he says, it'd be great if you'd give him a shout out. This is a made up story again. Now I feel like I'm taking acid. Because that was the weirdest thing I've ever heard. But this is how they start the show with this, you know, it's like Casey Casey with a goddamn death dedication going into an upbeat number. Two. Why why are they starting the show with this guy going, my dad's depressed, but he likes your show, but he lives in France. So then Joey decides that he's going to use this to put in all of his shitty terrestrial radio shtick. Oh, boy. This is overly this produced and terrible. It's so dripping with reverb. I can't... Oh, it's terrible. You're going to hate this. Okay. First chance for this guinea from Brooklyn living in Texas to speak French. Thank you. Joya anniversa, Monsieur Charlie. Oh. Well, Charles, you're in France. That means you got good cognac and you can get a Cuban cigar. We all love you here at Opie Radio. And obviously, your son loves you too. So snap out of it, brother. What the fuck? That's how this show starts. That's how (sighs) Opie Radio starts. And no one is telling him that his show is terrible and and embarrassing. Well, I, I guess I am. I guess I'm just gonna say. When I say no one, I mean no one other than me. You're is doing telling it at this him moment. This show was fucking embarrassing, and the fact that he would fucking post on Twitter that his show is better than Joe Rogan's show is crazy. This guy is living in fucking crazy town. I think we've established that he's a nut, right? All right, I, ha- I have to get on to our next bit, our next thing that we're doing, Jen. Oh boy. Which is the crazy clip of the week. What am I calling it? Oh, what are you calling it? Cringe clip of the Cr- week. Oh, yes. Or, uh, cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. I don't know what you're Could calling Could the it. jingles department come up with a jingle for this, maybe, yeah. so I can have something? <laughs> Let me get out my GarageBand app and work on it. All right. I love it. I got a note that came in from James Pask- Paskey, and James said, this is the cringe clip of the week. This is from... The podcast I've been talking a lot about. Joe Rogan with Alex Jones. And 
This is a great clip. There's a, this, this show was almost five hours, so there's a lot to talk about here. But this was a great clip because Alex Jones is talking about his credit standing. And, he, you know, he sells a lot of snake oil to people. Not Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I'm not joking. He sells a bunch of bullshit. Oh, okay. To, he sells a bunch of bullshit to gullible people. Huh. So he's talking about how he has a great credit score with his company. And the reason for it. So Joe Rogan asks him a question and watch how Alex Jones just glosses over it and moves on. I had an A++ rating with my shopping cart and bank accounts that I had for 22 years. And banks looked at it and said, we've quite frankly never seen anybody with a credit rating this high because you never even do chargebacks with our shopping cart. Uh, people do that. What, what does that mean, chargebacks? Uh, the point is we have the best credit <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan goes, what, what is a chargeback? A chargeback means you give someone their money back when they're dissatisfied with your product. And Alex Jones just admitted that this is like all sales final. There will be no returns accepted. Yeah. Sorry. He just admitted that on Joe Rogan's show. We don't do any chargebacks. What is a chargeback? Uh, the point, that's not the point. The point is we're doing really well. Like, dummy... Chargebacks are necessary. Even people who sell great products have to give people their money back if they're dissatisfied with the product that they get. You're selling garbage bullshit to dummies. I'm guessing there are a few people who have said, your uh, super male vitality pills are not working for me, and I would like my my money refunded. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. All sales final. I know little (laughs) to nothing about Alex Jones. Yeah. All I do know about him is that he is super annoying to me. Oh, well, get ready for this because I have a bunch of clips from this episode. Oh, great. I know. I couldn't help it. This show was so great. Even Andy, I was talking to him on the show last week, and I said, you have to listen to Joe Rogan with Alex Jones. And he's like, oh, it's five hours. I can't do it. He texted me during the week. He's like, thank God I listened to this show. Oh, really? It is so entertaining. This this is one of the best podcasts to ever come out, ever. I recommend it to everybody to listen to it, I'm gonna I'm gonna play you some clips on why you should listen to the show. It's right. amazing. Okay. First off, I'm gonna play this quick clip from Alex Jones. This is the most perfect comeback. This would be written into a comedy movie. It's just perfectly executed. I always thought I was smart because I could analyze politics and history. I was kind of socially retarded, and so I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. Exactly. <laughs> He goes, I'm socially retarded. You're not allowed to say that. Exactly. It's, a, it's perfect. It's, a, it's perfectly executed, perfectly timed. It's the exact right quip. Everything about that is my favorite thing ever. And then later on in the show, this is like hours later, because remember, this is a long fucking show. Hours later, he does it again, and Joe Rogan loses fucking shit. Look, here's We're the thing. Listen, I'm um, going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. In that. No, no, no. That's going to be a sound bite. (laughs) Joe Rogan's just like, oh my God, he did it again. I don't know what to do. (laughs) The reason why this episode is amazing is because Joe Rogan is a mainstream podcaster. He is basically the biggest podcaster in the world. If you go on Joe Rogan's show, you are famous. Right. Immediately from going on his show. He's a highly intelligent person. He's highly intelligent. But I, I want to point something out to everyone else who's podcasting out there. 
This is the reason why Joe Rogan is successful. He has a guy like Alex Jones on his show. And everybody else would feel the need to discredit Alex Jones or push back on the things that he's saying. Joe Rogan, this, this clip sums up this show to me. Joe Rogan just agrees with everything he has to say. And it, it leads to fascinating dialogue. I'm sure. They tried to recruit my dad to a DARPA program. I believe that. In college and then when he was a dentist. I believe that. I believe <laughs> that they will take all sorts of liberties in gray They're areas when it comes to scientific research. I definitely believe Did that. You this is why Joe Rogan is a genius. I'm saying it right now. You just go, yeah, I, I know. I know. I agree. You're right. Did you know that there's intergalactic aliens trying to rape our brains? Like, Yep, I do know that. Yep, you're exactly right. <laughs> This is why Joe Rogan's podcast is successful and people listen to it. And I thought I knew Alex Jones' whole spiel. I thought I understood his shtick. But then I'm listening to the show and, I, you know, Alex Jones has been deplatformed. No one hears him anymore. So he's kind of like ratcheting it up a little bit to try to get even more Alex Jonesy. I didn't realize that this is where we've gotten to. Right. Aliens are real. They're creating human-animal hybrids that are a new creature never here on Earth. It's alien. So the aliens are already here. See, this this is why this show is amazing. Everyone has to listen to it. Alex Jones comes out and says, aliens are real. This is all happening. I have proof. And Joe Rogan's response is, yeah, I believe that. Well. I know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so funny to me because I am one of the biggest news radio fans, that yes. show from the 90s right. or whatever, that there ever has been. And Joe Rogan was on that show. And who would have ever thought yeah. that that guy is going to be this guy? Oh, he's, he's come a long way in his career. Although, I will say, he still kind of had that sort of vibe on the show, even back then. So he's this, a trailblazer. So this is Alex Jones is talking about... Now, the, the thing that everyone knows about Joe Rogan, he's a big fan of drug use. He really likes psychoactive drugs. Okay. So, Alex Jones talks about how the government is currently in contact with aliens in San Francisco. And it's unbelievable because, I mean, they 100% in San Francisco is the main project site. Literally have an alien uh, base. And they are literally communicating. And they've got, like, astronaut-level people taking super hardcore levels of drugs and going into meetings with these things and making intergalactic deals. Ooh, wow. <laughs> so think so about that. Think about that. That sounds crazy. He's saying that people are taking LSD and then going into meetings with aliens to make deals. And Joe Rogan's response is fucking brilliant. He actually reiterates what he just said and sums it up much better than how Alex Jones said it. Okay, so what you're saying is essentially that they're using psychedelic drugs to communicate with interdimensional beings. All right. <laughs> And Joe Rogan's just like, all right, I get it. Yep, you're right. This is exactly what's happening. I understand exactly what you're saying. Alex Jones, at some point, out Alex Jones is Alex Jones. You know how Carl Ruiz talks about Ruizing? Yes. This is Alex Jonesing. You asked why I flipped I have... out and got mad at you? That's it right there. You Every time I bring up a fucking subject, you know all about it. I don't know all about you this. You fucking know all about this shit. I don't know all about Bullshit. this. Bullshit. You're a smart guy. You Listen, know, I, I don't know go, about oh, this Joe, human hybrid Joe's just dumb. Joe, Joe just is a pot. Bullshit. 
<laughs> I have to tell you, I have a couple of ISOs from that that will be on the board for years to come. You fucking know all about this shit. I love that. And my favorite is this. Bullshit. 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 I love it. Alex Jones crushing it on Joe Rogan. I have a couple more things to play because what happens is the first hour and a half or so, it's just Joe and Alex talking. And then Eddie Bravo shows up because they invited Eddie Bravo to be there. Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. He's this martial arts, uh, he's, he's famous for being very good at fighting. Okay. But he's also, I'm not describing this well. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> I'm not prepared to talk about who Eddie Bravo is. That's okay. He's also this crazy conspiracy theorist. Okay, okay, okay. He's a flat earther. So Joe Rogan gets up to go use... I know, this show's amazing! Joe Rogan gets up to use the bathroom, and then this happens. You, uh, you are someone that I could talk to about the flat earth conspiracy, and you believe in so many crazy things about the government. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't believe in flat earth, but you can kind of understand where I'm coming from. What the fuck is he talking about? It's amazing. It's amazing. So Alex Jones is talking about talking to interdimensional aliens by using DMT. And then this guy goes out and goes, yeah, but you know what else is going on is the earth is flat. (laughs) And God God bless Alex Jones. Because Alex Jones goes, GPS is real. I know pilots. They fly over earth. It is round. Everyone knows that. But... All right, whatever. We'll play along with that fucking ridiculous horse shit. Holy shit. Jen, have you not listened to this episode? You have to listen to I this. haven't listened to this episode. It's amazing. I don't know. I can't endorse it more. I know. Well, you've been talking about it. <laughs> I've been talking about it. They talk about the governor from Virginia. Now, this is a big part. This, this Ralph Northam guy, the governor of Virginia, came out and said on a show that they will do post-birth abortions based on the new law in Virginia. This is true. Post-birth? Post-birth abortions. How can that be an abortion if it's Correct. post-birth? Correct. That's called murder. Right. And they're saying that they will perform that based on this new law. And in Virginia. In Virginia. And that it's it's up to the doctor and the woman to decide... Whether to do that or not. Is this if, like, the baby is so severely unhealthy? I don't that... know. Because that's know. really fucked up. It's it's crazy. This is real. I, I am... This is one... where Alex Jones like, starts talking about shit, and you're like, well, that is real. That's a real thing. I am 100% pro-choice, just to get it out Of course. There. I am pro-choice. Yes. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. So he's talking about how this governor came out on a show and said that they would based on this new law, allow this to happen. Hmm. And they actually play the clip of it on the show, and it's real. This this governor said that. Now, this is the same governor who had that image of him in blackface come out. Uh-huh. So <laughs> He sounds like a stand-up guy. So Alex Jones says, this is the reason why this guy was elected, because they had dirt on him, and if he fucked up, they could take him out anytime they wanted to. So this was all part of the bigger plan. Is that we're going to get this guy in here. He's going to legalize killing babies. And if he says something that's not what we want to be said, we could take him out because we have this dirt on him. We can blackmail him. Okay. And then Alex Jones talks about fraternity rituals 
and why they do fraternity rituals. And I just thought this was fucking hilarious. But he's I, in a picture with a guy in a KKK outfit and blackface. They elected him because he's blackmailed. They had that shit. And when he messed up and said we keep him alive to get their fucking organs, they used that to deactivate him. Jeez. Why do you think fraternities have you screw sheep and all this and, you know, give guys blowjobs? That's why I never joined them. Because they want to compromise wait, 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 Go back. Go back. What? <laughs> He goes, why do you think fraternities have you screw sheep and give blowjobs? No, I'm just going to go out there and say, you don't want to say screw sheep and give blowjobs. Giving guys blowjobs is not equated to screwing sheep. <laughs> it it, it isn't. But also, what kind of <laughs> hazing did he go through at college? That's so hilarious. I man. went to college. The fraternities have you screw sheep. And be gay. <laughs> and that's how they're going to blackmail you. Like, being gay is not against the law. Screwing sheep is very much against the law. Oof. <laughs> so this show is five hours long. And at four hours in, less than four hours in, Alex Jones kind of wraps up his whole thing. He's, he's, he says, all right, this is what I'm here to talk about. And Joe Rogan recognizes that, like, good. We're good. Let's move on. Alex Jones will not let the show stop. You've been put, in, all of us have been put into a simulation to basically test us. Mm. And that's the big thing I'm trying to get across to people. Damn, Alex Jones. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. <laughs> well, you want, are you going to eat? Let's eat, man. All right, so let me ask this question. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Joe's and like, then it goes out for another fucking hour. I'm hungry. There's 63 more minutes after that. He's like, all right, cool, man. Let's wrap it up. Let's go get something to eat. All right, but hold on a second. Before we do that, I just want to talk about intergalactic aliens who have raped children named Michael Jackson. Let's talk about that for an hour. Isn't Alex Jones, though, kicked off of most platforms these days? Yeah, he's kicked this off is, all of them. This is his one chance to yes. talk still. Oh, I understand. I understand why he's doing it. If I was on Joe Rogan's show, I would want to stretch it out for as long as possible. You're list- you're talking to millions of people. It's your only chance to do that. It makes sense, but it's embarrassing. Alex Jones. What a lunatic. It's great. He's it's a great crazy. show. Hey, you are it's one, a great you're show. one degree of separation from Alex Jones. I was on Anthony Cumia's show right after Alex Jones. I was afraid you were going to get bumped because of Alex Jones. I was not bumped because of Alex Jones. They were like, Alex, let's move it along. We got Carl from WATP <laughs> coming in. <laughs> what else do you have to say about getting deplatformed? Because we got other things going on That's today. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure that's what Dave Landau said. All right, let's move it along, Alex. We got more important things to get to. Gotta love Dave Landau. I do love Dave Landau. All right, Jen. He should do your show. He should do the show. I should reach out to him. We should have Dave on the show. I talked about the fact that we have a PayPal account now. Mm-hmm. People can uh, donate to the show. I just want to read a couple notes from people who have donated to the show, like Donnie. Take this tip. I'll send more when I happen to find some gainful employment, which should be in a week. Not entirely sure which week. But it will definitely happen in a week. Anyway, hate the show, and I've never felt worse than when I'm listening to WATP five stars. <laughs> and, That's so uh, sad. <laughs> and Randall says, hey, Carl, go fuck yourself from Australia. 
Found your show through The Dick Show after listening to the biggest debate episode. I'm working my way through every episode and laughing my arse off in the process. I fucking lose it every time I hear the Offspring clip in the teaser jingle. It's such an accurate piss take of shitty morning zoo jingles. Saw your comment on WATP subreddit regarding PayPal and thought I'd send some cash your way. If you ever set up a Patreon, you've got a guaranteed five bucks every month from me. Uh, and then he wanted episode 88. So we'll, we'll never have a Patreon. And I'm sure this will be a future Carl versus Carl. We'll never hard, have a Patreon. I can hardly wait. But uh, we would love, if anybody wants to hear episode 88, or they want to just uh, donate to the show and help support us and everything that we're doing with shitting on Opie and Maddox and everyone else that we're shitting on, we do have a PayPal, show at Gmail. You know, they seem like jerks, but they're actually very nice people, your fans. <laughs> I know, it's weird. All I do is put out hate-filled rants, and I have people saying, like, hey, love the show. Great job. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, if you live in the Rochester area, so we're in Rochester, New York. Rochester? Yeah. yeah. If you live in the Rochester area, there's a thing going on at the Comedy at the Carlson. There's a roast battle uh-huh. competition, and I'm in it. I know. So this Friday, is that March 15th? What's, that beats what's me. this Friday? Let me look at my... It's the 15th, because... Let me look at my calendar. Yes, March 15th. This Friday, March 15th, I will be participating in a roast battle if you want to come down and support WATP. I'll be making fun of someone I've never met before, which is what I do every week, so <laughs> makes sense. You'll be good at this. The last thing I want to say is, um, well, I guess the only thing I want to talk about is next week's uh, next week's show. We got a big week planned for us. We're going to have Doug and Croge back on. Oh, that's a good chemistry. Everyone loved Doug and Croge on the show. And now that Seamus has put out his stand-up routine, I said, well, we got to get these guys back on the show to talk about this. I can't wait to hear Doug's take on it. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. He's going to be so kind. Yeah, I, I think he'll be understanding that it was it was his first time doing stand up, and you have to you have to like figure it out for a little while. I think he'll be very understanding of that. Uh, but that's not the only thing we'll be talking about next week. Okay, there's other things that we'll be talking about, <laughs> including a podcast. And what I like to do is tease people about said podcast. The teaser. That's right. This is the part of the show where we play a clip of the show that we'll be reviewing next week. Hold on a minute. Yeah. The teaser. Explain that again. Okay. So what we do, I know it's weird. What we do is we play just a quick clip of the show that we'll be reviewing. Are you trying to prolong this? Don't you want to get the fuck out of here? I feel like I've gotten past that point. Oh, good. Okay. And now I just want to live this forever. Yeah, you're turning into Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. You're trying to make the show longer. I am. I just got one more question for you, Carl. This is a clip from the show that uh, Croge, Doug, and I will be reviewing on next week's WITP. So let's talk to our newest guest, Rebecca Sugar. Rebecca, I want to assume that everybody listening knows who you are, but in case there are people living in a, what, a cave in Mars? Uh, with Under their a fingers? rock yeah. in a cave on Mars. Uh, <laughs> can you explain who you are and your connection with The Simpsons? Oh, sure. I'm the creator and showrunner of Steven Universe. Woo. 
And I'm a huge Simpsons fan. I have been for as long as I can remember. And I think of all the episodes I'm constantly remembering, this is the one <laughs> I am remembering the most. And for our listeners, Steven Universe is a cartoon, so this show is oh. all about running a cartoon. Yeah. This is an episode of Talking Simpsons from October 17, 2018, called The Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie Show with Rebecca Sugar and Ian Jones Cordy and Toby Jones. This is a suggestion that came in on the subreddit from Leftover 3. I am very excited to be talking about Talking Simpsons. I can already tell you this is going to be a fun show because they introduce Rebecca Sugar. And they say, if you don't know who this person is. Which I don't. Which nobody does. If you don't know who this person is, she's responsible for this thing. And if you don't know what that is, that's this other thing. Nobody knows what any of this shit is, Dobby. I thought for a second that she was going to be like, what, Cherry Chava Prava Dumrong? You know that person that's on Family Guy? Where I actually just looked her up the other day where I was like, what does she do? What are you talking about? I thought maybe she was like a writer or a creator on The Simpsons. Yeah, that's what I thought too. If you don't know who this is, I mean, you should. She's the showrunner for The Simpsons in season 19. Like, no, no, no. She just happens to do another show About unrelated the, to The Simpsons. Right. And that's a cartoon, and so is The Simpsons. So that's why she's at our show. Okay. Yay, talking about Bon Jovi today is Carl from The Isotopes. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Who gives a shit? Oh, boy. So this is uh, a podcast about The Simpsons, and they're talking specifically about the Poochie episode, which is one of the best episodes ever. Okay. The problem is, and I've already apologized to Croge and Doug, this is like a three-hour-long podcast. Oh, that's Talking so about a 22-minute-long fucking episode of The Simpsons. And she sounds super excited. Oh, I can't imagine. I, I haven't listened to it yet. I can't imagine how fucking pretentious it's going to be. <laughs> Yes, you can. I'm having immediate regret. Too bad. You already put it out there. So that's what we're doing next week on WATP. Enjoy. You know, this week was a filler show. But next week. Oh, thanks a lot. (laughs) Next week's going to be a good episode. (laughs) Uh, Always use the hole. That's right. So please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. There Good job, no everybody. Great job, everyone. Well, that's retarded. What? 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 This dude is fucking corny. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. All of it's bad. None of it's good. Ew. Uh, you know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Bullshit. Jen. What? Did you know that we've had some voicemails come in recently? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, I would just like what to... What time is it? Is it Monday yet? Oh, my God. Fuck. We lost an hour as it is. I know. I hate the spring forward bullshit. If you don't live in the United States, do they they have that in other places? 
That's a good forward question. Forward? I have no idea. It's stupid. They just changed the time on everybody, which is annoying. I haven't changed my watch yet. Which is fascinating. That's fascinating. Please go on. <laughs> I haven't changed my watch yet. The earth is round. <laughs> Not according to Eddie Bravo. <laughs> well, according to me. Jiu-jitsu. That's what Eddie Bravo does. Jiu-jitsu. Oh, good. I'm glad we finally got to that. I couldn't think of that word. God damn it. Jiu-jitsu. I think it's jiu-jitsu. <laughs> no, it is. Fuck. I was talking to Dick Masterson about how sometimes people send in songs and the intros are really long. Uh-huh. And we were, I was goofing on it because my own intro to a jingle that I made was long. Yes. And My Room Records left us a voicemail. And I love these guys. These guys write a lot of great song parodies that Dick plays. Carl, this is Ben from My Room Records. One of the uh, musicians who calls me for the Dick Show regularly. And I would like to say a, a, a hearty go fuck yourself. My intros are never long. The only time I've ever written a long intro for the show, musically, was because Dick made a joke about long intros, whereby the long intro was the joke. So anyway, maybe, maybe just maybe, yeah, whatever. Hey, well, I love people who try to rant and then they just lose it. Like, I'm not actually that upset about it. I don't don't know what to tell you. (laughs) It's fine. So, I know that I am a schizophrenic who thinks everyone's talking about them. I wasn't talking about you, Ben. (laughs) This this wasn't directed to you specifically. I promise you that. I was just noticing as I was playing the song to Dick, the intro went on too long. That's all. All right, here's another uh, voicemail from someone who wants to give us money. So I'm sitting on the toilet here and listening to your podcast. I'm just wondering, why do you guys have a sponsor and merch and shit? Why don't you just get on Patreon so I can just give you straight cash money to feed my addiction? Yes. Yeah. Why don't you just give us straight cash money? You now can. We're on PayPal. Have I mentioned that yet? Yes, you did. All right, you can you can give us money on PayPal. You can find the link at who are these. Dot com. Also a link. Cash to, money. Also a link to our subreddit page and our email and our voicemail and all the things that you might want to do when you get on there. Boomer guy, I'm only going to play one quick clip, even though he left me many voicemails. Boomer Hold on guy, a minute. Just, just the one. Just the one. I know. It's depressing. Aww. Boomer guy was is not a fan of Andy, so he's giving Andy some shit here. Hey. I was just listening to the recent podcast, and uh, <laughs> I like to hear that little Andy, uh, little Andy's becoming a little big man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he seems like a cool little guy. Um, and uh, yeah, also, uh, does his uh, does his little wife know that uh, he's drinking beer? I mean, I guess that's like something's like okay with him on the Sabbath or whatever the fuck, you know, because he's this little church, little faggot, but, uh, yeah, no, he, he sounds, uh, just hope that he doesn't get in trouble with his fucking wife and, uh, her, uh, and her boyfriend, you know, uh, hopefully they don't ground him too long and take away his switch and shit. Uh, unfortunately you probably won't see your, uh, brother-in-law for a while if that's the case. Anyways, uh, wish you luck, Andy. I hope you get out of timeout, um, and I uh, hope you do enjoy those uh, fine adult beverages for the first time in your life. Anyway, <laughs> go fuck yourself, man, and uh, love you too. 
So this uh, feud between Boomer Guy and Andy continues. Wow. I will tell you, I am sparing people. He got me four voicemails about Andy specifically. I'm only, play- I'm only playing that one. Are you going to play the rest of them next week when Andy's here? No. Oh, <laughs> Andy's not here next week. All oh, right, right. Croge right. and Doug. Right, sorry. Croge and Doug. The, sorry, the dynamic sorry, sorry. duo. Sorry, sorry. It's fine. I know. There's a lot to ma- it's, it's a lot to keep track of. I understand. I also lose track of this shit. It's too much. <laughs> There's too much going on. Uh, this is a, a listener, Alan, who doesn't like that I have copied Dick Masterson's format. Hey, Carl, it's Alan. It's pretty cute that you're so far up Dick Masterson's ass that you got to change your show's format to match his. So now you play your outro music and then do voicemails, just like he does on his show. Pretty cool, bro. Good job. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, just, I, mean, I just want to say, damned if you do, damned if you don't. When I used to play the voicemails before the outro, I got a lot of shit for it. Now I do it after the outro, and people are pissed at that. I, I don't know. What am I supposed to do voicemails? You can't please everyone. This is, this is the equivalent to taking callers on a radio show. It usually sucks. I get it. I know. We're trying to let other people participate in the show. This is what I say to everyone. Don't listen. Don't listen to it. You don't have to listen to it. Turn it off. Jen, Turn it off right now. Jen, what the fuck? Don't say that. Why? That's the opposite of the message I'm trying to get across to people. <laughs> we want everyone to listen to it and tell their friends. Well, listen to it, tell your friends if you like it, and if you don't, shut the fuck up and turn it off. So, How about that? So Andy was talking about butthole weeb last week. Uh-huh. Was it last week? I think so. I don't remember. And he thought butthole weeb was butthole weep. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so butthole weep called in. Hey, my name is Butthole Wheat. Just calling in to let you know that I only eat the ass of the bread. And I'll call back next week as a recurring guest to let you know that uh, I prefer it toast or raw. Which one will it be? (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, I love that Butthole Wheat happened to be listening and then also wanted to participate in the show. And speaking of Butthole Weeb... He wanted to give Andy some shit, so he's got Boomer Guy against him. He's also got Butthole Weeb against him. Hey, Carl, this is uh, Butthole Weeb calling in uh, for the first time. Uh, not extremely drunk, just kind of buzzing. Um, what was his name, that Alan guy you said that I might call in and reply to? That dude who sounds like a Canadian autistic Elmo, that dumb motherfucker who said uh, Butthole Wheat would be more funnier than Butthole Weeb, and that that's not funny? Um, first off, he's not funny. I can see why Boomer Guy shits on this guy, because um, <laughs> he can go fuck himself. That the comms are uniting. I was just going to um, say, weren't they feuding before? There would be no point in, like, what, what is a butthole wheat? Butthole weed. <laughs> he doesn't get the joke. The gimmick is talking about eating ass <laughs> and watching anime. So, first off, why the fuck didn't he know the name of the butthole weeb? And also, why does he think butthole wheat would be funnier? I don't, I don't understand what butthole wheat is. <laughs> Uh, anyways, nobody should. Um, I'm gonna drink more. That guy can go fuck himself. Um, if you never have him as a guest again, um, I'd be sad because then I can't uh, voicemail him and shit on him. All right, I'm already slurring. See you guys. Titty. Did so he say, did he say titties? I think he said titties. I think that was his <laughs> sign off. See you guys, titties. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy, good news. People want you on the show so that they can call in and shit on you. So you'll have future guest spots here on uh, WATP. Oh Here's another caller who thinks Andy should go fuck himself. Hey, Carl, just calling to tell Andy to go fuck himself. Thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect voicemail for those uh, listening at home. Oh, man. Who want to know how to voicemail. 
Here's a uh, another guy who likes Steve Langford. Oh, this dude's fucking corny. Hey, great show, Carl. And who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? I should use that as my drop. You should. Going forward. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? I don't care what people say. I think people on Reddit, in the internet, are just kind. People that leave voicemails that you don't know. They're usually really nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> I see the sarcasm. <laughs> this is um, somebody who actually likes Andy. Hey, Carl. I was listening to some of your old... It's me again, by the way. Uh, I was listening to some of your old episodes, and um, how, how your like intro song was the same as your outro and the same as your current outro. And I was like confused, because I don't know if that's supposed to be a good song. Like I know that you put songs <laughs> that your fucking band plays on there. But I can't tell if that's supposed to be, like, a good one. Because the keyboard sounds like a fucking cheap-ass synth. Like, uh, I have a cheap-ass piano that has the same fucking sound on that for that synth. And then, in yeah. the, originally, the fucking guitar can't even keep up with the fucking synth. So it cuts out <laughs> randomly and, like, it's completely off. But, it's of course, true. could just be purposely shitty. But I don't know. That's the problem with when you do this ironic shit. Anyways, uh, also, because listen to your older episodes... First, I didn't like Andy because he sounded like fucking normal voice Gil Gilbert Gottfried. But uh, now, listen to him more like... I think Andy's pretty fucking cool. Uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, fuck. Hope you enjoy your night. Thanks. Thanks, guy. Wow. Uh, I, that's the very first time someone has given Andy a positive review. So I want to point that out. The guy goes, I listen to your other episodes. Andy's all right. I want to know what it is about Andy that rubs people the wrong way. I don't know. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> I don't get it. I do want to point out he was calling out the music. That's Pat Tehan playing those keyboard parts. Uh-huh. The people are saying oh, sucks. I know, I know Pat. Yeah, you know Pat. And um, that music is, the Ice Stills have a theme song with lyrics. And what we did is that we re-recorded it as an instrumental and we played on guitar and keyboards the vocal melody. And it's not meant to be good or bad or anything. It, it, it's not meant for anything. And then I used it as our show music mm -hmm. because Kevin and I recorded that together. Right. And we were the host of the show, so I thought it would make sense. If I had my druthers, I would have recorded music specifically for WATP, which would sound exactly like that. <laughs> so it's just happenstance that so, it all came together. So it all makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why I'm explaining this. I know. Does I, anyone I, care? I mean, I already know, so. Oh, okay. Uh, this is my buddy Muse called in. He loves the podcast. He wants Dick and Kaya to say W-A-T-P when they co-host. What up, Carl? It's your boy Muse. Just wanted to say uh, loving the, the podcast, man. Doing a great job. Keep it up. Also, um, to my boys, Dick and Kaya, please do the fucking intro. It's really not hard. You know, the W-A-T-P, you never fucking do it. And you two are my favorites. And every time you don't, I feel like you're shitting on me. You're supposed to represent me and my likes. Ugh, well, whatever, anyway. Um, I love you, uh. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you were going to react like that. Poor Muse, buddy. Muse, I love you, buddy. Please continue to call into the show and send us emails. We love it. He called back in 
Hold on a minute. Before yes. you move on, yeah. what you should do is clip his WAGP. Yeah. And if you ever have Kaya or Dick on again, yeah. make him say it. I think that Kaya says it. I got Dick to do it once. He didn't do it last time. I don't know that it's important. Yeah, but you should put him on it and make him <laughs> do it. I should. That's a good let, idea. Let Muse do it. That's a good idea. Well, well, all right. Muse, tell you what, buddy. I apologize that we're playing your voicemail fail, but we will use you doing WATP on a future intro. Yeah. He called back to the show. Okay. Because he felt bad about how he kind of dropped the ball on that call. <laughs> hey, Carl. It's your boy Muse again. That last voicemail was very shitty, and I apologize for it. I'm a, I'm a very nervous boy. Anyway, <laughs> bye. Love you. He's a very nervous boy. I'm a very nervous boy. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. <laughs> All right. This is uh, a guy who talks about... Joe Mouth was the guy who recommended that we do Fangasm last week. Oh, yeah. So Joe Mouth, some guy calls in to say that Joe Mouth loves erotica. Hey, Carl. I'm fucking uh, clowning Joe Mouth, who loves erotica. He probably told you he does it, but he fucking loves it. He reads it every day. Don't listen to his bullshit. Yeah, he tricks Hansu with a belt around his throat. You yeah. know, he's actually doing it right now. Yes. No, I'm not. Yes, he is. He loves erotica. So is he this, arguing with somebody? I think so. <laughs> so this guy calls in and, and says that Joe Mouth loves erotica. I got an email from Joe Mouth saying, I've been getting a ton of shit about my newfound love for erotica podcasts. Aside from the Harry Potter show, I do not actively seek out and enjoy erotica. I do have a passion for writing, which brings me to my next submission. Erotica? <laughs> and then he sent us uh, fangsandfonts.com. He says, I don't like erotica. So I, I just love that. I, I don't know if. Why would you argue whether or not you like erotica? Who cares? It's just funny to me that I get a voicemail and an email in the same week of people arguing with each other. I'm guessing it's the same people. I don't know. It's. I don't think I'd argue against that. <laughs> loving erotica? I, yeah. Well, not loving it. This is a guy who couldn't figure out. I hate out. sex. <laughs> it's gross. Ew, yucky. <laughs> They're bumping uglies. Ew, why would, you, why would you defend yourself against that? Well, I don't or, get it. Well, fan fiction erotica is, is garbage. Well, It's terrible. Okay. I've used garbage way too many times today. I'm going to get shit for it. <laughs> Drink. Carol said garbage. All right. Oh, God. Carol okay. said exactly right. Drink. Oh, I was going to say that during the show, too. Drink. Exactly. Exactly. Where's my t-shirt? This says exactly on the front of it. Yeah, I got to get a new fucking t-shirt store now. I'm working on it. Hey, guy, where's his money? Um, this is a person who couldn't figure out how to use iTunes, so gave us a review on our voicemail instead. I'm calling in to leave my five-star review where I shit on your podcast. The title of the review is, Oh God, there's shit everywhere. And the review is, Hey Carl, I hope you have a well-paid house cleaner because all you do is shit on everything and shit just everywhere. <laughs> That's the end? Yep. And shit just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
for your description of the show. Carl and a rotating list of guest hosts shit on everyone and just shit on everywhere. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Oh, my God. I'm losing my mind. I am, too. <laughs> this is taking too long. I just have one more to play. This is Butthole Weeb's nemesis coming back into the show. They're keeping this feud alive. Listen, <clears throat> Chris or Ryan... I think it's Chris, right? It's Carl. Oh. <laughs> it's Carl. <laughs> motherfucker. Butthole Weeb is, is full of absolute shit. Why do you guys even play his... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the guy doesn't even eat buttholes, and he's going by Butthole Weeb? What a fucking retard. <laughs> you should call him something more appropriate, like Foot Fetish Weeb. That's a new thing. Your Foot Fetish Weeb. You don't got shit. <laughs> you don't got shit. Oh, you fucking, you fucking scat loving fetish bitch. All right, have a have a good show, Ryan. I love your I love your show. It's, it's a good show, <laughs> Ryan. I mean, I could do a less goatee, but it's a good show. Uh, this guy says I have a goatee and that my name is Chris Orion. And you could do with less goatee. He could yeah, do with less goatee. I know. It's, wow. it's Carl. I'm loving this rivalry between Butthole Weeb and whoever this guy is who thinks Butthole Weeb has a foot fetish. <laughs> I don't know. Gosh. I'm just a spectator in this. I'm just enjoying it. What's know? not to enjoy? I'm it's not hilarious. part of it. It's not my thing. Well, I know. I'm just sitting back and watching. This is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, my God, Jim. What else, what else are we talking about here? You want to talk about the Michael Jackson uh, documentary? No. All right, kisses, you faggot. Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites. <laughs>